the town of... Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Never heard of it. And I accidentally threw an extra net down on the board. I'm trying to throw in the bar. <laughs> You're good. You hear a scream from Neb as he splits it too. <laughs> Reality shivers. <laughs> Alright everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Tales of the Outer Rim, Stranger Skies. Joining us we have our GM Adam, as we traverse this nightmarish hellscape that he has devised for us. Players are myself, Zach, my brother Ben, we have John, have Ryan, Mike, and Spencer. I do believe that Mike and Spencer will be joining us this game, so... Yay! Yay! <laughs> we'll do a re- little recap of the last episode, and we will get into the game. So, we had killed the cat, and we're dealing with the repercussions of that. The kid, something was, something was weird with the kid. The child from the village that bowled us over at the beginning was channeling some rather dark energy. I guess they summoned the cats somehow? So... We didn't hang around to find out. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of... John, you asked why the kid themselves didn't kill the birds. There was a bunch of other stuff that you guys could have asked around. Those birds... I, I might not have done a very good job of it in implying it, but those birds were just, like, killing everything and trash in the jungle. And left unchecked would have eventually destabilized the ecosystem. Man, I would have killed the shit out of those birds. Oh well. I hated those birds. Hez was terrified of getting eaten. Yeah, they basically were just eating and eating everything and nothing could kill them. Because they just were an invasive species. Sorry, continue your recap. Yeah, we uh, entered Jonger, or not Jonger, Cranon's little shack. The captain tried to convince him to leave. I didn't care if he stayed or not, but that's where we met. HW. We met HW. And then convinced him to come with us and fled the planet as fast as we could because there was a pale moon on the rise. Yep. It felt like you were being watched the entire, most of the way, or like basically until you got to Cranon's house, you felt like you were being watched. I bet actually even in the house, you all probably felt pretty uncomfortable. Neb saw those eyes when they were running back after they left the, er, through the woods. Yep. Neb was able to see a, like over, like a, what did I say, a dozen sets of eyes that were like lightly glowing. Yep, yep. And you could make out that the that black mist that had been funneling towards the kid was being dispersed out in the general area of those eyes. Yes, sir. So... Just in general, didn't seem like a good time to be there. And we met back up with Jonger and overheard some conversations that Hez is not able to hear or understand. No, Neb. Neb wasn't able to hear, but... Hez is able to understand it now. He was not before. Yeah, basically, Hez was hearing the huts talk back and forth in Huttese, but at the same time, he was getting like an overlay 
in his mind of like what they were it was like almost like an echo or an overlap of what they were saying translated in real time oh yeah yeah that's what i thought it was just him translating it basically yeah but it was very jarring to hear that i mean imagine like hearing like watching like an anime dub or something but instead of like have it removing the original language being spoken they're both being spoken at the same time but the dub voice is being spoken louder gotcha okay loud enough to pick out over the and understand over the other one though yeah okay okay my bad just it would be i would picture it as being very confusing and jarring if you were expecting oh, yeah, to see that for sure for sure so then I, I just jumped in again. Continue your recap. That's it, right? Uh, you left the planet. Oh, yeah, we left the planet. We're going somewhere we don't know yet. The Chiss will tell us. I don't know the Chiss's name. Do we know the Chiss's name? Carter Randolph. Carter Randolph. Why does that sound funny? Carter Randolph. All right, well, then we can... Adam, we'll turn it over to you. Fucking bring us to life. Okay, so you... Pick me up inside. Guys, come in to... We will open up to this scene where the ship is overlooking this. I thought we were going to have a conversation with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say, as as you left that room, the chips will say, I will explain everything, but let's have it in a more discreet location. And he will look around and say, and by that, I mean, we need to get to the planet Randon right away. And I will explain everything as we go. What about H.W. here, who has some stuff that he wants to talk to the HUD about? Uh, He will look at H.W. Oh, yes. Me and him can have a side conversation on the way as well. Lord Jogger is going to be busy for quite some time with, and he'll do air quotes, the closing of his recent business here. I recently installed a hollow projector on the ship so we could we could have a hollow call with Chonger as well. I soundproofed it, it's not you're good. He right, right next to the shop. He'll look at Hez and just nod and say, excellent, shall we? And he's already walking off to where the ships are docking. He knows what your ship is. Yeah, Hez was already Hez walked past it as he said that because again, he doesn't like Carter. You are now in orbit over the planet. It was about a three days travel. So while when you take off, the Chiss will go to Torque and say, Torque, can you gather the crew? I just want to have a quick, quick word with everyone. Sure. Hennis is already walking into where the captain is, but carrying this huge, like, cat pelt armor that should fit. Hey, uh, Pretty cool. <laughs> that cat's fur, uh, their skin's pretty thick, so this is gonna be a pretty, pretty tough armor. But I, I posted the stats in the resources tab. Perfect. I had a success in four advantage, and I spent all four advantage to increase the silk. Nice. So while you're presenting that armor to Torque, the Chiss will look at, he'll look at the armor too, and he, he, you see like almost like a flash of understanding or insight between or behind his eyes, and then he'll look at you and kind of walk up to you and act like he you feel like 
pluck something from your shoulder, but it's that sort of motion where he's plucking something off your shoulder, and he'll kind of be... He's got... It looks like he's holding something in between his pointer finger and his thumb, and he's, like, squinting at it for a moment, and then you hear him chuckle, and he then just kind of flicks his hand out and points his attention back to you and goes, Whoa, looks like you stepped in it, didn't you? Quite the interesting mission, I, I'm guessing, then. And then look at your armor and say, Nice work with that armor there. Yeah. I looks very dirty. Watch your mouth. <laughs> you're, in my, you're in my house now. I backhand him. He, he's going to look at you and just smirk. I can, I can still hit your face from here. He's not paying attention to you anymore. He's looking at Torque. Is the rest of the crew here, then? Yes. Calm down, Hess. It's okay. Calm down, Hess. Neb, I think you should hold him while we slap him around a little bit. He's taunting all of us. Carter, Randolph, this does not look like he's paying attention to Hez at all anymore. Or if he is, he is not Like, you can't tell. Oh, I can tell. Can you? Okay, roll perception real quick. Ah, I, was, I was kidding. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. I'm, I'm joking, too. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Carter will address everyone in the room. He'll say, okay, so right now I can't say much. Maybe when we when we get over the planet, I will have a dossier provided. But what I can tell you initially is is that we are heading off to the planet Random to investigate why trade outpost that Lord Jonga has set up a little less than a decade ago has. He's going to be scanning through his data pad and then squint and frown and say, "It appears that they've gone dark." Yeah, you're lying about something. I heard you guys talking. He'll stop and look at her and he say, Yeah, you're looking at me now. I got your attention, don't I, big guy? Yeah. Oh, we're headed back for something. Because you missed it the first time. Do you sweat green? You roll... <laughs> roll per... I want you to roll per... Uh, skullduggery. Or perception. What am I... What, um, I, guess, I, know, I, got, I know, I need to set the difficulty. I, need to, I just need to know why I'm rolling. So I can pick one if I have a choice. Am I taking something, or am I trying to notice something? Or yeah, you're trying to like see body if... language. Yes, Carter is looking at I'll you. I'll do perception. I mean, my school dugger. Yeah, I'll do perception. You see? What do you see? You see a flash of a couple emotions roll behind what is obviously a poker face on Randolph's putting up right now. It reads you like a book, man. Yeah, you see at first. Surprise, and then maybe some insight. You have one success and one threat. So with the success, you know that he that he's trying to pretend like he doesn't know what you're talking about. You're turning purple. Are you mad? I'm always purple. Oh. Now you're blue. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're. Per- I know you see different spectrums and stuff, but like you definitely shift in there. But yeah, so he does look, he, he, with that threat, you can't tell what that second emotion was behind there. It, like, maybe it was insight? You smell that? It's fear. Yeah, maybe it's fear. <laughs> Concern? You, you don't know. And then, and then it's all gone, and it's just completely hidden behind that poker face that he has. And you see a smirk, and he will go, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. That's what you were talking about, but that's cool. Whatever, man. Well, how about you fill us in? 
since obviously you sent us on the last mission without enough information, why don't you fill us in on what we're doing here? He will turn and look at you. I begin to clamber up and buckle the armor on Captain Torque. Carter doesn't react to you, but do the armor thing, but he will look at Captain Torque and go, very well, here's what I know. They were having it, it, he's flipping through some data logs, or his data pad as he's talking. It appears, as I'm looking here, uh, about two years ago, it seems that a local, and he's going to squint and look and go, I, I don't, I, syndicate, gang, I, uh, I'm fairly certain that we wiped out all the local syndicates when we established the base here. They were certainly deep-rooted and hard to, the, the last ones were difficult to get rid of, but nothing. Nothing too concerning. I'm fairly certain we got. Uh, and he, he keep just see him flicking his finger up as he's scrolling through his pad. What do you know, man? Here's what I do know. They, within the last six months, they have not been able to establish contact with the outpost that was established here. The outpost was established in the town of. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Never heard of it. <laughs> right. Bolton. The town of Bolton. It was one of the bigger cities. As you all may or may not know, the planet Randon is the, the junction of many trade routes. This is a very important place and something that gained Lord Jog recognition when he established the outpost that we did. Well, which hut was supposed to be here? Who, who took over? You, you hear Carter just go, like, Expel some air like he's irritated. He goes, uh, It looks like. How would you know you wiped out all of the syndicates, especially if they were deep rooted, like you say? It doesn't make it. This is. Uh, this is. Something else is going on here. And he will look at you and say, I handled the matter personally. Oh, I, well, I haven't seen what you could do, so I don't know what that means. You just t- you talk to the death? I don't know. Yeah. You just smirk at them until they decide they got so uncomfortable they left? I don't get it. Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> with that, why don't you roll? This is exciting. I'm about to get put in my place. Discipline. I can't stand this guy. Him and Orsh and Cranon kept calling me a rat. Son of a bitch. Yeah, so, for like a split second, that last insult that you flung at him seems to have maybe hit home? Like, again, he's got this, like, amazing poker face, so you can't quite tell. Like, even with your insight, you, you just can't quite read him. When you were flinging these insults at him, I, I feel like maybe you were maybe not looking at him entirely. Like, were you staring him in the face when you were doing that, or were you just kind of, like, flinging them? I think by the end of it, I was probably pointing them directly at him. Honestly, yeah. I, can't remember the, I can't remember the last insult or the last thing I said to him. That last thing you said, though, you... you like actually locked eyes with him and when you do you realize that he's just staring dead at you and for a split second you feel like maybe that draw that you felt from like looking at the wall and you just hear that static for a split second like it's not like that big buildup that you normally hear but it's just like the split and then the draw is done and he's looking at you he just says, is there something else you would like to say to me? There's not a lot I'd like to say to you, but carry on, I suppose. There's something I'd like to say to you. And then you look back at Tor. Yes. Can I, what can I roll? 
to give a more threatening presence. Because I feel like he's kind of being a bit of a douche on my ship. You can do co- coercion or leadership. It is his ship. It's not like it's stronger ship that they're using. It's his ship that basically comes along with the package deal of right. being associated. I would still take leadership too, yeah. But you also keep in mind that this man is the major jo- major domo for Jonger. He's basically his right-hand man. Right. Keep in mind, he's alone on my ship, and his is being released from his duty. He that's fine. You I go ahead and roll. God damn it. Does he have like a high discipline or something? He sure fucking does. What would what would you say to him? From here on out, you will direct all of your speech towards me and not any of my crew. He will look at you, have this very blank look on his face. I shouldn't say blank, neutral. He has this neutral look on his face, and then will nod and say very well. Captain, this is what I know. There should not be any hostile elements here, but it appears... I would infer that there is one. There makes It makes no sense that this planet, that this outpost has gone dark. The last, it looks like, it, it, he's flipping through this data pad, it looks like, I, I haven't had time to quite read all of this yet, but it looks like they had encountered some sort of hostile elements. They were having issues. They, it looks, he's just starting to scrunch his eyes. It looks like they lost some people. Uh, they were unable to verify how they lost. Uh, no signs of struggle, disappearances. Uh, that's, that's all I've got. Here is the plan passed on to me from Lord Jonker. We are all to go meet up at the outpost that we set up. That should still be standing, and we'll be able to ascertain more on what happened when we get there. There are... And he's going to kind of look up and go... Kind of like he's thinking on how to stay, put the or say this, and he goes, there are certain contingencies Lord Jonga put in place in case something were to happen that we might be able to figure out what's going on. Were the worst to have happened and the place been, the outpost been destroyed. We really, he'll cl- put his data pad down to his side, kind of like click the screen to lock it, and then put, hold it down to his side, and he'll go, I'll be, in, I'll be honest with you, I don't know much. Neither I nor Lord Jonga understand how anything negative could have befallen this place short of sheer absolute un- understandable incompetence. Corporations never do. I've seen Alien. It doesn't work out for us. <laughs> Carter will look at you and go, well, I guess we'll figure it out when we get there then, huh? What are you paying us to do this? Oh, the goddamn point. You did get paid. Let's say you got paid... 8,000 credits for your last mission? You have to divvy Watch. that up. 8,000, divvy it up between you all for that last mission. Mission. So Carter will look at you and go, oh, that's a good question. Let's say standard fees apply, but everything will be prorated depending on the difficulties that we encounter. Good enough? Carter will look at you, nod his head, and then look at HW and go, I believe you wanted words of me. Oh, I, I should say, I believe you wanted words with Lord Joker. 
regret to tell you that I must vet everyone that meets him. I hope you understand, but he is a very important person. What is it that you would like to talk to lo- the Lord about? I'd like to respond, but I'm only going to respond. try to uh, focus my response only to him. Okay. I, 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 I only want him to hear what's going on at first. Yeah. If you move over to him on the ship, you can make it. It'll, it yeah, you shouldn't have to do a check. Oh, yeah. If I, if I move up close to him, it's engaged range. I can whisper, so that's fine. There I don't you have go. to do a check basically, basically at arm's reach. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll say that. He'll do, you step up close to him, and he'll just look at you kind of quickly, I guess? Yeah. Yes? I need assistance translating some of this information, and I'll take out my notebook and show him just the cover. I don't open the notebook at this point. So we're still in the room with everyone else, right? Yes. Yeah, you said I could kind of sort of read it now. Can I, I mean, is it a personal journal or does it have like a cover? It has a cover with a sigil, a couple of sigils inscribed on it. Yeah, go ahead and roll perception, anyone that wants to. Damn. Right, so we got... He preaches the shit journals for breakfast. There you go, man. You guys... Hell yeah. Where's HW? Did you roll? Oh, well, it's his. No, it's his. You can roll perception. I'm showing. Too. Yeah, so no. I'm sorry. What you're seeing is... Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. another... You're trying to read beyond Carter's poker face. Oh. Sorry, I didn't explain that. No. I was like, isn't it his journal? <laughs> yeah, it's his journal. You see the journal. I mean, like, it's in the room. The reason I was asking was, is there's a play, another play of emotions going across Carter's face. Let's see. Torque, you don't see anything. You just see this smug bastard standing in front of you. He succeeded. My success. Oh, that's his. Sorry, I was looking at your leadership role. Everybody succeeded. Yeah, we just all, we just all had threat. All right. Everyone except HW, which, you know what, we'll chalk it up to. Everyone knows you've been, you've interacted quite a bit with Carter. Mm-hmm. HW, you're the only person that's not able to read through his poker face because you just don't know him. Everyone else, you see a flash of surprise for a quick second. With all the threat, it's only, well, except Tez. You definitely saw surprise on his face. And then maybe, maybe like a flash of recognition or that second emotion. Again, he had a second emotion that's like flashing through him, like underneath, like right after his surprise. But you can't get your, you can't dial it in. Surprise, recognition like anger maybe amusement you can't tell you can't get a dial on it because he's just too good at deception and you weren't ready for him to see him get caught off guard like that and you're also you're you're only seeing like the side profile of his face it's everyone in the room except for hw though knows that he is surprised at what he's being shown yeah and then as quick as it was on his face, it disappears, and that poker face is back on, and Carter looks at HW and says, Reed, may I look at this book that you have here? HW just kind of looks at him and eventually hands it out. Okay. Just kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of looking at him, like, just trying to just stare at him, like, just wondering if he should do it or not. That book belongs in a museum. <laughs> 
So you just have like this uncomfortable silence between these two people that don't show any emotion. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Here's a here's a question. The book the book is an is an old book, right? It's it's like your journal is what I'm kind of picturing. Yeah. Oh, so it's his per, it's his personal journal just has sigils yeah. drawn on. Okay, never mind. Never mind. But so the sigils drawn on it are some of the sigils that you've that HW has found in his research and in the book is the stuff that he wants translated and I mean, I'm picturing you've got some translations and notes in the book too. Like he's gotten parts of it, but when he get he got to a point where he was stuck and didn't know where else to go. So that's when he heard of Cranon. Yeah. And went to meet with him. And then you ran into these yahoos who said, yeah, our boss will probably be, could maybe help you with it. Yes. So Yahoo. Car- Carter will be flip, will flip through the pages really quickly and just kind of nod and then hand it back and go, yes, I think we can set something up if you'd be willing to help the crew. And he'll like nod towards everyone else in the room with this mission. I believe you may be of some help, potentially. I actually don't know. I don't know why I said that. There'll be way more help than this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I suck. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, now that we've got that out of the way, would HW be willing to help out? Yes, he'll he'll look and he'll he won't whisper this. Everyone can hear him be like, "Yeah, I'll help in return for assistance with translations on these." Excellent. I believe we have a deal then. Uh, and at that point, we can uh, fast forward a little bit to you guys landing on the planet. And when you come down to the planet, this is where we will introduce. Man, about time we've been flying forever. Spencer's character. Celie's still not in here yet, but she will be shortly. So, Spencer, you are. I'm going to be a little railroaded here, and I apologize for that, but. I came up with how this is all going to tie together. As cons, Morik, will, you will be staking out the local... Shit, what do you call airports in Star Wars? Starports? <laughs> starports, thank you! The local starport. The comings and goings of the town. It, it seems like there have been some recent disappearances that you guys have been looking into. Most of your contacts have gone missing. That you... You cons had because you are a smuggler, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I, I'm going to assume that you had some local contacts that you traded your goods or fenced your goods from or procured procured things through, right? Yes, absolutely. So as of lately, I'm going to say, and I will give you guys a live side point for this: your contacts have gone missing. There's also been disappearances in general, but through the random populace, like there's missing signs that have been started. There's a big wall that has started to accumulate down near like a town center where it's like, have you seen this person? Have you seen this person? Are they all like really like unnoticeable people that maybe not, they don't have like a lot of family nearby, but they might have like personal contacts who are missing them, but nobody really cares. Yeah, they don't. I would say that for sure, but beyond that, they don't have anything in common. Except a lot of your contacts have gone missing as well. And you wouldn't think much of it, but they're like all gone now. You have like one or two of them that are still around. 
and they're scared. They won't really talk to you anymore unless you, I mean, they will, but they're not, they've kind of gone to ground, if that makes sense. Like, something's got a spook. Yeah. Seely, you're, I would, I would, I don't know if I would want to call her your boss, but you two have kind of stuck together at this point. A solid contact of mine. Yeah, you you were doing business with her until, which was good for you, right up until all these disappearances started happening. Mm-hmm. And sure. so you've kind of banded together to try to not that, that, disappear. That all sounds kind of kind of perfect. Yeah, thank you. I, I this is acceptable. I oh my god. I've, I've racked my brain over this one. So what Seely and you have come up with is, is you noticed that, yeah, sure, a lot of people going missing haven't uh, had a lot in common, but it, a good decent number of them have disappeared that were just like random people coming onto the planet. We'll say like 20, 20 under a quarter. So like 23% of them are trying to kind of get into a group of people that have just freshly arrived. Yeah, well, you're trying to see, like, you're just kind of tailing them. You're not tailing, you're watching to see if one of them goes missing, if you can catch what's happening. Just so you guys can... Are disappearing because of my history or something else? Yes, well, you suspect, Seely suspects, I don't know if you would share that. We can get to that, though. But I'm not trying to, like, approach them and get in with their group at this point. No, you're just watching. Okay. And at this point, you see a group of people come off of a ship. I forget what kind of ship the Atensorg is, but the Atensorg lands. And the crew comes off right, if you can see where I'm pinging, right around the entry port. They go through customs, and they're all walking through in a, as a group to begin with. Mandalorian fighter. Gauntlet class. Modified. <laughs> Thank you. You see this? That's, yeah, so that ship stands out. It's yeah. a Mandalorian ship. Sure. And it lands, and you actually happen to notice... I'll give you one more light side point here, just so I can railroad you guys a little bit longer. You notice the Chiss come off the ship. I'll say he walks next to Torque. So here's what I'm thinking, is, is you guys are trying to figure out why everyone's going missing. Steely, you have an idea. I don't know if you've shared it yet, but you can't prove anything because you've not you haven't caught anybody in the act. Steely is behind this van caravan, just watching from the shadows. Okay. This long ass neck just poking out around the corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> my secret technique. <laughs> Perception five, just baby. Run around there. <laughs> the periscope skill. Everybody throw your characters down on the board here real quick. We won't be here for very long. So you see the Chiss come out, and you recognize... Cons, you recognize the Chiss as being the person that worked for the local hut probably about six years ago, something like that. He had played a big role in the uprooting, or I'd say air quotes uprooting. Basically, most of the local syndicates either surrendered control of a certain area in town that we will discuss later because I have a town map. A lot of the local gangs that didn't bend the knee to this hut disappeared or were just completely destroyed and this guy played a big role in it. So you recognize him. Seely, you can roll 
knowledge underworld to see if you recognize them for the same thing. Perfect, you do. And you should say what you just typed in chat. Say it in the same voice as the captain from Jaws says. Like <laughs> 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 Donald's eyes. Says black cold dead eyes. Stares coldly at the new strangers. The yellow irises in her eyes glint like lightning with excitement. Oh my god, that's fucking amazing. Like lightning with excitement. <laughs> yeah, so you two both recognize that this chiss has landed, and it, there's implications with that. Obviously, like, uh, you two hadn't heard, well, I suppose you two would have heard that the local hut cartel slash, I mean, they're basically a cartel. They were trying to make it look legitimate, but everyone um, in the underworld knew that, like, that was yeah. the local cartel's area. Their influence has almost completely va- vanished lately. And this chiss being here means that something's up. Something big is up. So it's worth watching this guy. And at the same point, let me throw some people down on the board here. Orsh. So you, you can imagine that this is... Orsh isn't here, and we will discuss that at the end. So we'll have Orsh be rear guard on the ship. Yeah. Wait, what did I get with the underworld roll? You just recognize the chiss. That you recognize okay. that him being here implies that things probably aren't going great for the local cartel. That this guy was heavily involved with uh, establishing their power to begin with. And if he's here again, something's probably gone really wrong. The game is afoot. There's probably some great gang war is going to be happening pretty soon. Something's gone wrong with their turf. There's a lot of implications with him being here. Maybe uh, his the seal. He has like a lapel pin, which is the seal that Kajidik that the hut belongs to. Exactly. Yes. He doesn't know which which one. Well, you would recognize him as being hunger. Made quite a stir in the underworld when he first appeared. But... Well, I was just trying to. There were threat there, so I was trying. Oh, to I see what you Incorporate the threat. Sigrid notices the chiss, and her mouth begins to salivate. Hez feels a, a a coldness, like someone's watching him. He just he uh, he shivers uncontrollably Ooh, for a moment. Perfect. So yeah, you can't. Everybody, roll per se. We get a boost for that long ass neck. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just just her just her head's poking over the little right. caravan over there. She has like a square <laughs> helmet on. It looks like a little cardboard box. <laughs> Alright, per- perception. Perfect. Am I also rolling? Everybody. Anybody that wants to try to percept things beyond what they've seen. So it looks like HW and Cons are the only ones that notice. <laughs> Say, HW, you notice that you feel like somebody is watching you, but with your threat. Theater of the mind, there is a throng of people coming through here. This is a very high traffic area. You kind of like glance around, but you're not able to tell where it's coming from. Cons, you know that somebody is watching these people, this group of people that just came off. But again, there's just too many people in this small area funneling through. You can't tell who's watching them. You, it's just like a, a gut instinct. Or maybe it's like maybe some after effects of your particular vices. You, you, you get this feeling that somebody is watching them. You just don't know who. I would like to flip a light side point real quick. Yeah, sure. What? 
since we're in a crowded marketplace, there is somebody at one of the stalls who is choking on something, and he's choking like something is just choking this man. And someone gives you know gives him the Heimlich maneuver, and he coughs it up, and it slides over in front of HW. And I look and I point and I say, "Bad date." <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's great i love that do you, do you pick up the food afterwards is it is it actually like a date scene yeah i don't pick it up i just comment okay i Fair nearly enough. kill an npc to make a joke that's that's, we had eight oh. light side i want my character to be sitting there kind of watching guys uh flipping a coin in his hand but he's not very good at it so occasionally he drops it like far too often <laughs> that's fucking great <laughs> But he's trying his hardest to be nonchalant. You know what? You pull it off with all these perception checks. Nobody's able to notice you. So you're standing next to this merchant booth, like kind of like a kiosk while you're doing this. And you like this guy just like looks at you irritated the whole time you're doing yes. it. Like, get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. I am. I am occupying space for like his customers and yeah. I am not leaving. <laughs> so he's just like standing there looking at you, like giving you this irritated glance every once in a while. So the Chiss at this point, he's got his data pad out again. He, after you guys landed, he's going to scan around and then look uninterested and go back to his data pad and pull up an address. He goes, oh, yes, there, here it is. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you all what to do, but I suggest we go, go to the outpost and see if we can't get some first-hand information on what exactly is going on around here. Can I pick his pocket? You can try. Yeah. I'm going to be walking over towards the date scene and like behind him. And that's going to tie along with my destiny point a second ago. Uh, let me. Why I did it. Totally why I did it. It'd be perception, right? You're trying Skullduggery. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Can I get a boost, though, for the date seed prank? Yeah, sure. That's. Bad date. Go for it. Fuck. Well, you pick his pocket, and there's nothing. There's nothing in it. Damn it! Of course, he doesn't carry cash. And then I, I kick the date and walk back over. Oh, that flat watch. I mean, he doesn't notice either. But he doesn't have cool. anything. Actually, you know what? It was unusually pristine. There, there's not a you like when you pulled your hand out. There wasn't even any pocket lint. No silk. Silk. Yeah, it was super smooth, too. Anyway, so after Carter says that, he's going to just continue on his business. Like, he is just doing what he came here to do, and he's going to take off down the street. You guys, you guys, I gave him the wrong comm number. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, the the second to last digit is like a seven. (laughs) No, no, I gave him a nine. (laughs) That's fucking great. Uh, it's totally understandable, uh, you know, because I wrote it down. <laughs> From the shadows, can I roll a vigilance to figure out who's watching us or who's watching the them? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I just need to get back to where I was at. I thought I thought she was the one watching us. Is it not her? No, there's somebody. Oh shit! <laughs> you guys don't know. Uh, Everyone failed except for HW and Cons figured. So Cons knows that there's somebody else watching them. But he can't figure out where. He wasn't able to put his finger on what, like where that was coming from. And HW knows there was somebody watching them. You have no, like, US players? Yes, there's somebody else watching them. 
You as characters? Cons is the only one who fucking knows something's up. Gotcha. Can I roll a light side point for being in the shadows and because of my neck to notice? Because of your neck? Because I'm a seven foot ten strong woman. (laughs) (laughs) If we got to use our light side points to hide your neck, Mike Pie, we're going to run out of them real fast. (laughs) That's just like there's this hovering head around the corner. All right. You gotta carry a lampshade around with a little head harness. Yeah. <laughs> standing in a corner. Oh my god. Alright, go for it. I want to find a lampshade now. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, with that, yeah, there seems to be there this giant throng of people moving through the, this crowd that's just like a steady stream of people going through this area. You see certain people stand out. One would be Khan's doing his doing his best at being nonchalant with his coin trick. You see the fucking shop keep standing next to him, just looking like pissed, like giving this like super angry. Like I guess I wouldn't say super angry, but he's definitely frowning and shaking his head every once in a while. And off to the side, you will see a couple of guys standing over here, kind of like hooded figure, semi hooded figures standing off to the side. So they're standing kind of like on opposite sides of the this giant corridor. This giant corridor where the the average eye, if they were looking at them, wouldn't see anything out of the ordinary with these people. But they're definitely, and they're leaning up against the walls like they're not paying attention to anybody. But they, for a brief second, kind of look up at the group, look at each other, and nod. And then they go back to acting very nonchalant. That reminds me. But their focus is very definitely on that group. And as the group goes to leave, we'll go back to the group here for a second. Do you guys follow Carter to the outpost, as he suggested, or do you do your own thing? Question. Can I just make one flat roll to see how many pockets I picked as we walked through? Oh, fuck yeah. I thought I had points in this, but I guess I don't. I'm just going to roll a uh, skullduggery, and then how, what, if we get success, then however many advantage or whatever, we can see that's many, how many pockets I picked. Yeah, sure. Go then, for you it. Can, then you can roll whatever for a credit amount or whatnot. I mean, it, this is a very packed, this is a very packed corridor. People are going to, are you serious? <laughs> God damn it. It's, it's just flat too, roll again. It's too fucking busy, man. And every time you went to grab somebody, somebody out or grab out of someone's pocket, somebody bumps into you. You just keep getting jostled around, and eventually you just decide it's not worth it. There's a lot more silhouette zero people here than I'm used to. I'm used to being the smallest person. Yep. And there's a lot of people that are right around my my size, so yep. it makes me uncomfortable making attempts. Mostly just walked around with people's legs. Yeah. All right, so... Crew coming off of the Atensorg. What What do you do? Do you follow the Chiss? Do you go your own way? Follow the Chiss. That's why we're here. Is this a table or is that like a bar where I can like walk up and get like a drink and kind of scope stuff out? Yeah, it could be a bar if you want. But you should all decide as a group what you're going to do. You could buy a quick drink. Okay. If that's the case, then I'm going to try and stay close to heads. I'm just following the captain at this point. I was trying to pick, I was like, I set my cruise control on follow the captain and try to pick pockets 
as we're walking and you know like it's just my subconscious is always just like follow captain yeah and am i able to like be aware of like people's conversations like try and hear certain things and get some knowledge i guess if if we need yeah, you it try to do that as you're walking away let me set a difficulty you're trying to glean information from people talking yeah it's gonna be a hard roll because there's it's just so busy in here Go ahead and roll. I, I suppose you could, perception would work for me. Maybe skullduggery. You could do vigilance like Pi did. It depends on what's good for you. Yeah, so I'd probably just do perception. Oh, dang it. Failure and advantage. So failure, you're not able to get any concrete okay. like conversation from anybody. It's all bits and pieces. The pieces you are picking up are not really important or well it's kind of like did you hear so and so went missing oh okay. then, yeah right like you you hear that there's missing people and then as you go by you see a couple of missing posters plastered up against the very edge of the court like on the wall of the corridor but that's that's it okay all right so you guys head to the trade outpost you come to a very familiar looking building. It looks a lot like the trade outpost that Jonger had just set up in Voth Creek. Which, now that you think, as you guys walk into this building, you, you think back on it and you're like, you know what? All those buildings do look a lot alike. Like, maybe this guy's got like a cookie cutter building that he sets up in every single area. That's quickly drown out by the next thought you have which is holy shit it looks like somebody ransacked this area or this building like it just looks trashed looks like there was a fight that had gone out there's probably places like an applebee's that is all the same on the inside okay right spapplebee's <laughs> so the only difference is is you can almost definitely assume there was a fight that broke out because there is blood everywhere there's my shitty blood puddle. You can see there's a... Oh, there's shit and blood. Oh, yeah. Like, somebody really got fucked up over here. Uh, oh. This door right here is off its its hinges. Delicious. No bodies. You don't see any bodies, but, like, there's definite signs of a fight. There is blood in some spots. It looks like some of them were, like, quickly tried to clean, tried to be cleaned up, and then somebody just gave up on it. I'm not a crime scene investigator, but it looks like some shit went down, you guys. And at that, the Chiss Carter turns around and looks at you and says, Indeed, if you would be so kind, hold the door right here and make sure that nobody comes in. I have some things I need to check out. Trade secrets, if you will. I don't think it's wise to let you out of sight. Do what you will. And he just takes off and All starts right. walking towards the room. I follow him. Okay. Have to go with has please. <laughs> okay. So you see Carter walk into the room that just assuming that this, this room has the same layout as the last trade outpost did. You walk mm. into the, the room which Jogger would have been in. I will call that the receiving room. He walks behind where there's this you see this giant empty throne and Carter briskly walks walks past it and then to the back corner where there is well he pushes on the wall and some sequence it, it looks like it's like a an organized sequence. He goes it's just like boop, 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 boop. and then all of a sudden you hear this 
beeping noise, and the wall s- swings back. Are we able to see, like, watch him type in this code, or is this something like we're not able to see? You can roll perception. Let me. It's going to be a daunting one, though, because he. I mean, it would depend. How closely are you following him? I'm not. I'm on his heels. Not necessarily that close, but I'm. Let's let's okay. Let's. I'm just out of arm's reach, probably. Let's look at. Let me set it to his skullduggery then. Okay, if you want to see what he's doing, he is trying to somewhat obscure his. He's trying to obscure the what he's typing in or doing. Damn. HW is wondering about the history of the planet. Do you want to know more about that? He like yes, I would like to do as much as I could to know like. Because I, as far as HW is concerned, he's never been to this planet. Yeah, perfect. Let me... S- this will be an easy roll. This is actually a pretty well-known trade out. It's, the planet itself is at the intersection of a bunch of... Would this be like Knowledge Outer Rim or something? Yes, it would be. Okay. Damn. Yeah, so you know what shit's about oh. this planet. <laughs> it's come up a lot in your studies. Just because people have been, well, a lot of people come and go from this planet. It, it's at an intersection of several hyperspa- hyperspace lane routes. For those, the listeners, this is actually in the Legends lore. Is that right, Zach? Is that what we're calling that? It's probably Legends. Yeah, it's not good. I have, it may be in a comic that is canon, but I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. Not off the top of my head. I know it is in Legends, at least. It's, it's at the intersection of several hyperspace trade lanes. So people come and go from here a lot. And with your triumph, you know that this planet, you don't, while you don't know a lot about the huts, and this is really kind of tangential, you know that politically wise, there was a big hubbub about the huts establishing a presence on this planet probably about five or six years ago. And everyone took notice of it at that point. Like it was just kind of like rumors that were passing by when your research. When you were talking to people. With a triumph, though. Uh... Okay. Oh, shit. Yes, thank you. With that triumph, <laughs> in your research, in your notes, there was some references to this planet in your, your research in your book there that you needed some help translating with. And you know that you were able to translate something about this planet, something about immortality? Like, you weren't sure. The word was uns- unsure, like... Had multiple meanings. Yeah, like, you were, like, undying, like, death-proof. It's a badass car! Yeah, right? <laughs> like, you, you couldn't, like, there wasn't a good translation to it, but the overarching theme that you got from it was immortality. Okay, okay. A face piece? Headdress? You, you don't, you, you weren't able to make it out, but you do know that this planet was associated with those phrases in like a certain passage that you were trying to translate okay so all that together it's just like it's kind of weird that you as you for you as you walk in here i would say i guess i can't speak for you but it's it's strange that like the hut's place just got like as big a deal as it should have been being here like this place is fucking wrecked like if this was a hut's trade outpost or like a a cartel outpost it it, it it's not anymore. Like whoever was here is fucking dead. Would be your first guess. Okay. So Hez and Torque follow Carter. HW, do you follow, or are you just standing 
in the entryway taking this all in. He's he's checking it out, kind of just he's there. He's like he's he heard the chest say somebody should kind of stay near the like entrance, so he's kind of just hanging out. Okay. In the entry, like in the rough entryway, like over by one of the pools of blood, just kind of looking at it and seeing if he can find anything. Would we have looked like good targets for a prospective thief? You guys look like amazing targets for what's coming through the store. But before I get to that, what was Neb doing? I asked Neb to go with Hez, and I'm staying with HW. HW is checking out the blood right here. Perfect. Okay. So while this is all going on, Cons and Seaweed. From a distance, I stalk the prey. To the people that would be in the know, you guys, this group is very enticing. I'll do my last railroady bit of the night and say, yeah, you want to know what's up. Like, if you were to put money on it, you would say these guys are going to go missing based on the fact that they seem to be associated with a local hut cartel that has gone dark lately. And since you want to know what's causing these disappearances, it seems like a good bet that they're probably something's going to happen to these guys. Am I pre or post transformation at this moment? Adam. The stuff we talked about happens probably about right about the time the disappearances started happening. Probably like six months before. Okay, I follow. I just need to know how to play my character right now. Play it as how you intended. I follow. As you are following along, cons, you saw those three guys in the hallway. As the group left, those three guys started following them. I'm assuming that, like, I'm working for Seely right now. More or less, it's in your best interest to band together with her. Sure. Okay. Do we have cons talking to each other? We don't need to be next to each other, right? You could talk to each other, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're following these three thugs. I'm going to call them thugs, whatever. These three hooded characters following this group of what you can only assume are hot mercenaries or whatever. The people that work for the hut walk into the building. A couple minutes after those people enter the building, these three hooded figures kind of meet together and then walk into the building. I want to do a stealth check to get behind the straggler of the group. Okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, so you can you... I want to feed on them without them noticing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Blood rain shit going on here. Yeah, totally. So that'll be... You're doing your melee attack. Go ahead and roll. Uh, <laughs> too bad. I wanted that to happen. He's wearing a turtleneck. So you went to go get the... You had the drop on this person. Like, you fucking knew you. they didn't know you were there. And you slipped up behind them and went to feed. And, like, almost at the last second, like, there's no way an average person would be able to fucking stop. Like, they, you can't move like this person did, but they did. And at the last second, they flipped around and are looking at you face-to-face, and there's, like, a, a quick flash of surprise, and then a smirk, and this person goes, I've been looking for you. <laughs> I've been looking for you. <laughs> Perfect. The other two are in the building. Seely picked off the last person before they walked, or attempted to pick off the last person before they walked into the building. Torque, because you were standing at attention, you saw the scuffle go on out outside. And at the same time... Twins. Yep. There's two cloaked figures in the building. There's one in front in the building, and then one behind it. 
So the one in the front go, was, looked like they were about to say something and got cut off by the struggle that happened at the very back of the line. The one that was in front will go, Our boss wants a word with you. If you would be so kind to come with us. Uh, what, what, what are you doing back there? And they'll be looking back at Dewey and the other hooded figure struggling. Let's roll initiative. Torque, you can roll Vigilance? Cool. You can roll cool, Torque. Everyone else, roll Vigilance. Uh, HW wasn't paying attention. Unless, I, I would say HW wasn't yeah. paying attention. I'm looking at blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued by the blood. Cons, you roll cool, too. Because you were watching these people. You were ready for this. I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> That's sweet. I got a success. Okay. I want my triumph back. Right? Yeah, you should at least let him have his triumph. Yeah, you can have your triumph. Like a bonus round or something. Yeah. I'm not trying to metagame, but I'm going to keep biting this motherfucker back here. <laughs> <laughs> Neb, I need you to run back here so that we can do our shocking clothesline this time for real. Oh, that'd be pretty fucking baller. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys have a wrestling move? Yeah, they do. What? <laughs> I mean, like, we all had to have, like, our own little closing. Wait, what? Who's letting us get away with some real goddamn shenanigans <laughs> this time? <laughs> all right. So we have... Oh, fuck. Those PC or those NPCs just totally fucking stuck. We have all of our players going first in the order, and then NPCs going last. Who wants to go first? Seaweed's going to bite this motherfucker. Yep, we'll get. I was gonna say, I'll get. Wait, wait. John needs his bonus round. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torque being the seasoned warrior that you were, the writing was on the wall. Shit went down here. Somebody's probably watching this place. I should be ready for this. And you were well prepared for when these two hooded figures burst through the room. So, you get a bonus round. What do you do? I'm going to use my uh, shock lance and just pummel the first one. All right. Let me throw the dice pool up. All right. Go for it. Cool. Damn. 12 damage. Let's see. So you hit them. They turn around. As soon as they are about to say what's going on out there, you hit them. And like, are you just like cracking them over the face or what are you doing? More of like a baseball stance like tap my staff <laughs> on the ground and then just full arm baseball swinging you point first do you call your shot yes <laughs> fucking let me rip four down the hallway <laughs> nice you, you just fucking catch them square on the face okay so here's the thing so you got a pretty square hit any other time, you would have said, like, this person is gonna be feeling it. But uh, when you connected, it felt like you were hitting a brick wall. You would have expected them to fly upwards or something, and instead, you just caught them across the face, and they're completely unresponsive about it. I should pick a little right at about to drill your ass. <laughs> they look at you and just grin. And when they grin, you see, these are humans. I know I have Twi'lek characters down there, but they are humans, and their canines are extra pointy. What? 
Your canines are pointy. Their teeth, canine teeth. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Their dogs have really sharp teeth. I know. Ears. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a Knife sudden, nails. these dogs apparate out of nowhere, and they're very angular. No, the their canine teeth, the the canines, like their teeth, are maybe a little more pointy than you would expect. They got big old fangs. We got some yeah. vampires up in here. I mean, maybe. I don't know. You haven't done perception. Some werewolves. Torque, I don't know how you would handle that, but I'm assuming it's a list, at least a little bit surprising. So HW is going to go because he see like he notices <laughs> that Torque comes through and like smacks this guy like super hard. The guy doesn't even move. Yeah, and so he gets a little freaked out as he as he wants to do for all his muscle. He doesn't really want to fight. Yeah, so he's going to go ahead. And just start running <laughs> as far as he can. Like probably, like can it? How far will you let me go from this spot with one move? <laughs> you could probably catch up to the the group. They're not that far away. I mean, they're only like thirty five feet away, something like that. They're just in another room, for sure. Both the doors were kicked open. It looks like every fucking door in this building has been torn off its hinges. If where we are on the map is where we are, we probably also heard the commotion. Oh, you totally did. So H HW rounds the corner here and kind of looks at the group that's already in here and just goes, it's an ambush. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. And <laughs> he, he, he puts his hand on his whip and he's ready to go. All right. Indiana Jones style. Yep. Do -do -do -do. Alright, so that was one PC. Who's that whip belongs in a museum. <laughs> See, no, can you push this guy in the back? <laughs> yeah, you can push him. No, kidney punch. Oh, kidney punch? Oh, this is interesting. So you did succeed. The one in the back, but you want to punch him in the back, and they are... How do I want to say this? You know now, with this attack, that this isn't a normal mortal person. You know what this is. You know what you're looking at right here. That's my concussive stat cost dagger. Does it connect? That's if you got advantage, right, Zach? Hold on, concussive? Yeah. Concussive has to be triggered, yes. Two advantage to trigger. Okay. Yeah, you connect. Because of what you are, it deals full damage. You you get the feeling if you were a normal person doing a normal attack like this, like you're a normal punch, it wouldn't have done anything to this thing. On top of being what they are, they're also heavily armored, so they don't seem to react much. But you do your damage. Is the armor metal? They've got like Kevlar. Sort of is it? Is there metal in their armor? No, it's not metal. There's nothing. It's just thick plasteel. They've got, like, Kevlar armor. The Star Wars equivalent of Kevlar armor. Like, plastic? I mean, it's not like Beskar. They're not super fucking heavily armored. Or what is it? What's the armor that the clone troopers and... Laminate? Yeah, it's not laminate armor. That's for sure. You'd be able to tell. You would have heard... From the force from Seelie, you would have heard, like, a tank or something. It's, it's not something that's going to be conductive. No. Oh, is that what you're getting at? No, it's not conductive. It's like a uh, really good leather armor. Okay, well, I'll go next. After watching HW run shrieking from the room. <laughs> As he wants to do. 
So after seeing that, Captain Torque will be like, ah, more for me then. And then I'm going to shoot a bolt, a shock bolt at him. All right. Same person? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Where where were you aiming? Like, center mass? Sure. You catch them right in the chest and eight with two advantage. So you can apply, you can apply disorient with that, right, Zach? Yeah, you can hit disorient with that. Yeah. it's. Two rounds of disorient. Setback. One setback for two rounds. You, again, don't seem to do much damage to this person. Not as much as you would expect. But you can also, when you shot them, their robe was just, like, fucking burned away where you shot them at. And you can see they have, like, some decent-looking leather armor that appears to absorb a good chunk of that blast. And they are disoriented for two turns because of that. All right. After after HW ran in, and I could hear the captain having fun, I'm like, don't hurt that armor! And I run, <laughs> I was right up here, I'm gonna use my maneuver to come to the hallway. I'll take co- like partial cover on this wall. I'm going to suffer two strain to pull out my weapon, and I will use Cutie to fire at the the back one. I'm going to let Captain have his fun with the dude he's beaten up, and I'm just going to shoot the guy behind him so he doesn't interfere. Go for it. Cool. Yeah, seven. Seven. Okay, so, same deal. You get a shot off at him. Oh, with advantage. Does that do something for you? Just, if they attack me, I'm, I'm, I'm behind this wall. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, same thing. They take... So he did seven damage. And then I drink their milkshake. No, this is great. So you would think you got a solid hit on him, but... And you hit him, like, square in the head. But... Oh, shit. They don't react at all to... What are, what are you flinging at him? Like, a pellet, right? No, no, this is my actual blaster pistol. Oh, okay. With our first with our first paycheck, I bought a blaster, because all I was using was a slingshot and a wrench. So your bullet hits him, like, you would... You're pretty sure you hit them, like, right in the temple, but their head, like, when the bullet impacts, their head, like, slightly cocks off to the side. You hear this ricochet noise, and you can see where the bullet just ricocheted off their head. Check. And they look at you. They look unfazed. Next person. Wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going next? I was just gonna stand around and help out Hez. Okay. Could you shoot at the same time? <laughs> no, I don't have a gun. All I have are my shot gloves. No, you, you've got that pistol. I thought we gave you a gun. Oh, did yeah, you? Oh, okay, shoot. okay. Then, yeah, I'll shoot at him. There you go. Roll that. Go for it. Nice. Eight. So, you do... Eight, eight damage, damage, three advantage. What do you want to do with your advantage? I think with three advantage, you can also knock them prone. I was say, how many guys did you say there were? There are three, and you are shooting at which one? The same. Well, uh, Hez knocked the one, right, in the temple? Yep. And then he just, what, fell down? No, he didn't do anything. He shrugged it off. He, like, stood there like a statue, and his head barely moved as the bullet ricocheted off his head. Are there there helmets or whatever, like stormtrooper helmets, or what am I looking at here? Actually, it was a hooded figure, so, but you can see... You can see from the hood, there's a blaster hole that singed a, we'll, we'll call it a lemon-sized hole 
in his hood that was over his head because that's the only fruit I can think of at this size. You can see where it ricocheted off his head, his temple, and then onto the wall where it terminated its trajectory. I'm gonna shoot one right at the same one right in the face in the front and then I'm gonna try and roll with my advantage and shoot the other two. Mm, you can't do that. Oh, oh I can't do that? Okay. But <laughs> nice try, though. You could put yourself in an advantageous position for the next turn. Okay, there you go. Oh yeah, because I can't shoot twice. My fault. That's good. But we'll give you a, we'll give you a boost on your next attack. So your damage does seven eight. Yeah. So you didn't get him in the head. You got him in the chest, and <laughs> you were pretty sure you got a square hit on him, and he. They, we don't know what they are, they did not react. Wow. Again. And you see more of the robe getting scorched away. Wow. And just some pretty decent looking leather armor underneath. All right. PC turn. Who's up next? Come on down. I feel like since I'm outside of the building at the time, it would only make sense that I'd be like the last person to run Well, in. there's also... Uh, Seely okay. and the third. No, Seely went. Well, I'm saying they're outside. Yeah. Seely and the th- the third mercenary are outside. There's one opponent in the range of us. Yeah. Okay. And that's the one we're attacking. That's the one I'm trying to bite. <laughs> yeah. I can go after that guy then. I'll run in and I will try to melee attack him with my claws. Try to take advantage of the fact that Seely is distracting him so that I can get in close. Alright, go for it. Does, does he get a boost because I'm my neck's all wrapped up around him like kind of bite him? <laughs> if you give me a light side point, right. I'll say that he is holding them in position. Yeah, and I'll upgrade your attack. Do it. I'm down for that. Do it. Cool. Alright, go for it. Nice. Oh, and you got Pierce 1 on that. Nice. Yes, it does. You got the clear drop on this thing. It was this this person was so tied up with Seely and whatever Seely was trying to do that you were able to get the drop on them and you got like the cleanest hit that you've had in a while on somebody in a fight. You would have expected your claws to like sink right into their back. But right after you you cut through the robe and into their armor that you clearly felt it was like this really nice leather armor. Real pristine. Yeah. You you feel your claws sink past that, but then you hit you just you heal you feel like this you're hitting like a brick wall. Okay. You just don't get the the connection that you think you should have gotten. You hurt him, but not to the extent that you'd expect. I feel like I've haven't advanced one turn. Because everybody's gone. Yeah, you forgot to do one of them. Everyone's gone except Carter. Carter, so. All right, so Carter is going to be just getting done punching in this code, and he was about to walk in to this secret room when the commotion broke out. He's just going to mutter under his breath and go, what what now? And he, and then that's, this is all kind of happening concurrently with when HW comes around and says, there's people in here, it's an ambush! That's what you said, right? Yeah. 
I did not say it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, say it's a trap. That's right, because I was thinking that when you said that. So Carter will just, you'll hear that and go, oh, I have to do everything around here. And he's going to come around, and I didn't give him a fucking weapon, did I? I thought he was a badass major domo. He doesn't need a weapon, right? He just punches way through. You know, punches size their face for free. <laughs> okay, so I will roll this. Carter, make yourself useful. He draws up this heavy blaster pistol, and it looks super fucking shiny. As he's right next to you. He walks up next to you to take line up the shot. And hard fire banana. You're not getting a real good look at it, but you can see the glint. There's something inscribed along the barrel of this blaster. And it does. So six, seven, eight, nine. He shoots, he unloads on the one that you two, that you and Nebith shot at. And it takes a chunk out of its chest. Like, there's, like, you can see through, like, where the chunk it blew through was at. Gross. Yeah. Like, there's just a gaping hole in this thing. And it Gross. looks down. And it looks shocked. Gross. It doesn't even understand what's missing. Like, what, what the fuck just happened? And with that, we are on to the NPC's turn, which everyone's been waiting for. Wait, this son of a bitch actually made contact? Yeah, he took a huge chunk out of it. Yay. The one, yeah, the one that Neb and has shot at. Most of its robe is, like, below the torso is now missing. It's just been, like, scorched off enough that it fell off. The shot that Carter here made just blew through everything. And warn somebody before you put that next to their head. He's going to look at you and smirk. Stop. Now it's the... We're going to go to NPC's turn. First NPC, it will be the one that Torque is engaged with. And it's going to draw a pistol from underneath its robe and shoot at Torque. Torque, you take nine damage minus whatever your soak is. Which just set off my berserk mode. Shit, there it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> 50, I think it's plus fifty health. And like, now I do double damage. That's what it was. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. He's drawn blood. <laughs> so then the second one that is now missing like a hole in it. It has like a hole in its side. Looks down and you see its eyes just turn red, which is weird. Eyes don't normally do that. And it looks like for a brief, brief second that this person was going to grab for something at its hip and then just decides to charge the chiss. And it is going to swing its claws at him. So Carter takes some damage. As you get a good look at it, Tor actually everyone in the room gets a good look at what you would have expected to be human hands, but there are just like these. There are definitely claws at the end of their fingertips. And they go to slash across the chiss's chest, but he's got some pretty fucking sweet armor. And it, it, it slashes across the armor, and you see a little bit of blood well up underneath the bit, but otherwise he looks unfazed. I need to kill him, take his gun. Yeah. Good luck. All right, so we got one last NPC. That would be the one with Seely. Seely, this 
guy's gonna just take a swing at you. Be careful that front door. There's a berserk fucking Tom running around. Yeah, right. He wishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he, this guy connects with you, Seely, but with all those threat, he's going to take disadvantage on his next attack. I take four damage. Okay. The disadvantage is, is this guy has the same issue that you did. He clearly has the look on his face where he's like, man, I really thought that that was going to connect, that I would have punched my fist through your chest at this point. But he hits that same brick wall and just looks confused. That tickled meat bag. <laughs> and I would like to remind Adam that he did not give a disadvantage to the person. Oh, fuck! I did not. I'll, I'll give him two setbacks. I, I just Some have one image? question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the door that Carter opened still open? Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Good co- Damn it, you are always the one who saves our ass <laughs> when it comes to anything. Is the door open? Yeah. Oh, fuck. H- That's a H- good call. HW might be might be running away. You guys will have to figure <laughs> it out, bud. Yeah, no, you're good. Let me let me write that down. Don't worry, HW. Seely will feed. <laughs> Alright, that's been another episode of Tales of the Outer Rim. Strangers Guys. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out our social media on the website, tailsatrim.com, where you can find our Twitter, our Instagram, our Patreon, and a link to the SoundCloud for Steph Makepeace, who does the music for the show. She does some really good work. You guys should check her out. Yeah, give her a like and maybe a follow. And we will see you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs> My guy has a cape. He looks like Lando Calrissian now. What? That? What you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's flowing in the wind. Um, <laughs> <laughs>